So they come towards the 500 metres where Tafane just tries to string them out a little bit more from Behemoth. Then Sierra Sue now three deep. Further back in the field, Lighthouse. Then came Cascadian niggled at from Just Folks. Cinnawan was six to make up. Then Wild Planet I'm Thunderstruck, an inspirational girl. Tafane kicks away. 200 metres to go. Tafane, two lengths, Lighthouse. Sierra Sue, then Cascadian. Tafane with 100 metres to go. Lighthouse giving chase, but Tafane has controlled it and will win the oar. Tafane, a big winner. Second Lighthouse from Cascadian, Sierra Sue, then I'm Thunderstruck. Next inspirational girl, Just Folk. Further back was Wild Planet, Cinnawan Behemoth. Lightsaber and last secret blaze. She holds a special spot with Queenslanders because she was one of the darlings of our carnival. During the last winter, of course, she won the, the Stradbroke, the Tatch Tiara double. That was her fourth Group 1 win in the oar yesterday. And Rupert Lee is one of Australia's most prominent owners. He shares in the ownership of Tefane, and he's our first guest this morning. I'm past the post, Rupert. Good morning and congratulations. Yeah, no, good. Thank you very much for that. It was a, um exciting day. One, as I said, you go to the races hoping, but... Um, you know, it was a great result for all and just great reward for um, what I call just a commitment and great training performance by Mike Moroni and the team. And as an owner too, to watch her such a top-flight mare doing it from start to finish, and she was beautifully routed by Mark Zara, but that is also very special because you know you've got one of the best mares in the country. Yeah, well, she is. And I think what makes her one of the great mares in the country is that she's very adaptable. I mean... We knew yesterday there wasn't going to be a lot of speed on, and unfortunately, the three-year-old missed the start because I think it's well documented now that we're going to just sit on the outside of it. But um, yeah, you've really got to give good credit to you know like Mark Zara, and that's why he probably is one of Australia's better jockeys. That he took the initiative, he knew there was no speed, and he took bad luck out of the equation. And um, a great-rated um, ride, and you know, all credit to Mark, and as I said to Mike and the team, it's just one of those. Great team efforts. If I'd have uh, said to you, Rupert, sort of eighteen months, two years ago, that Stefano would have won four Group Ones, would you have would you have believed me? No, I, look, we knew she was good, but definitely I would not have said she would win four Group Ones. But as history has said it, you know, and you've seen it, as she's got older and she's just got that more mature, stronger, mentally, um, you know, race-wise. I mean. You just watch her even now, this prep. She's really the complete horse. She's more relaxed, um, where beforehand she was a little bit hypo, but she's only had 27 race starts, and I think she's really just coming into her own right now. And that was um, fed back to me from um, Flemington by not just uh, Mike and the team, but also from other um, trainers who were very complimentary on the way she'd come back after the um, spell. They, they thought she hadn't looked better, and um, her you know, track performances um, vindicated what she did yesterday. So, um, yeah, I mean, two years ago, would you? No, but as the you know the years have gone on, you've probably got that bit more confidence to know she was capable of winning one or two group ones. It's amazing, too. You don't often see horses' racing patterns change, particularly at the top level. You know, you only go back probably, what, less than 12 months ago, You'd sort of, if you were backing her, you'd half be hoping for a bit of luck, no traffic problems. But as you just outlined then, being more mature, and she seems like she's more confident. Like, she sprang out of the gates yesterday and up there controlling it. Uh, like, you know, she's the boss and you've got to chase me down. Yeah, and no, I think what you said then, I think um, horses do get confidence and as they get more race experience, they're no different to human beings. So I think confidence is a key factor in any athlete in 
that um, in any sport that once you know you've you're good enough, um, it, it sure has a big impact on your mental status. You know when you're when you're racing and you can, as I said, liken that to anyone in any sport. But she seems to come out now knowing that she's capable of beating the best. And um, but more importantly, what I love about um, Tefane, she's a complete racehorse where she just wants to win, and that's what you want in any um, racehorse where you can have horses with all the ability in their world, but her, her endeavour and um, the commitment to hit the hit the line is unquestionable. And I've said it a lot to um, all my other part owners that the the race that really you know gives me gooses is the um, all eight stakes in Sydney a couple of years ago where she and Pierrata went head to head at the from the 400 metre mark and um, he actually dropped her at about the 200. I think he pulled a length off her, but. Her tenacity and will to win, and I think it's what makes her the great horse she is today. She fought back and won that race by a short half head over a horse that, you know, doesn't like to concede losing either. And as he's a swan song, and he's obviously well prepared for the race. But to her credit, she uh, showed that tenacity that makes her the champion mare she now is. How just how close Rupert was she to going to the broodmare sales last year? Because I was certainly going into her Queensland campaign. I remember talking to, to Mike up here and, and that was going to be the plan. And, and obviously after she peeled off a couple of group ones up here, it, it sort of, I guess, must have been you know, uh, tempting in some ways. Was, was it a tough decision? Was the ownership group entirely united to race her on or where did that sort of sit? No, no, where it all started from. Um, about this time last year, and I, I said it earlier this morning, that through Mike's what I call hands-on training, and I'm not saying every other trainer would have got it right, but he detected there was something wrong with her. He, um, her her urine's, urine smelt a little bit off, and um, they immediately had her at the vet. She had a bad kidney infection, and we had her in the uh, Ballarat, I think it was the Ballarat Clinic, for nearly two weeks. Um, and she was in serious trouble, and I, I don't think if Mike got her there that quickly, we would have it today. So... Um, at that particular time, we didn't know whether or not she'd come back and race again or even race at the level or even want to be wanting to race. So we had to have a fallback in the event that she um, didn't want to race or wasn't up to racing at the level we thought she could. So we had to nominate for that particular start because if we didn't nominate, you couldn't get into it. So it wasn't like we're just going to sell her, she's done enough, we don't think she can win anymore. It's more of a, a fallback in the event that um, she didn't recover from that um, bad kidney infection. So... Uh, once she uh, told us she wanted to be a racehorse, which was um, demonstrated by her first start in Sydney, and then she went off to Queensland, it was a no-brainer not to sell her. Um, and as I said, the rest is history. She's put together three Group 1s and was very unlucky in the Turek handicap. If you watch that overhead, which um, one of my good part owners and very good friend Peter Wright looked at again yesterday, and you know, with a little bit of luck, she would have won that race as well, and that's taking nothing away from... Um, the winner, but um, she wasn't unlucky on that occasion. So, um, yeah, no, plenty to look forward to. And the problem coming up now is it probably makes sense to sell her um, in May or June at that sale, or any sale for that matter. But what if she came out and won another two group ones? Do you push on into the um, spring or do you say, you know, she's done enough and you put her onto the market? So it's a great problem to have, but I think it's more likely we'll go to the market. Just in the short term, Ruben, and just on that record too, she's been well-managed, 27 starts. She's won eight races. Four of those eight have been Group 1. We, we go more than likely to the futurity in a fortnight's time. Mike Moroni was, was interviewed yesterday. 
He sort of left things a little bit up in the air after that. Uh, he did mention Sydney. So is is there anything else in Melbourne after the futurity? Would you go to your star mile? Because I think the... I'm think, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think if you win the futurity, it's an automatic um, spot into the um, mm. all-star mile. I was letting you say that because Mike didn't mention it yesterday, but I thought it seemed the logical sort of progression. So, uh, and under the the, the weight conditions, uh, by gee, she'd be mighty hard to beat. Well, she gets a mile, and there's no doubt she will get a mile. Um, And once again, as owners, you know, we're just so lucky to be considering options. Do we go to the All-Star Mile? Do we go to Sydney and chase the Coolmore, then the All-Aid Stakes? So... As an owner, you've got to pinch yourself to think how fortunate you are to have these options available to you. So, um, but I know it's an old cliche. You just, you know, take one race at, race at a time, and hopefully she competes well in the futurity, which on that form you would think she would. And um, we'll worry about the, uh, the the problem, which is, as I said before, is a great problem to have. And you've, uh, uh, yeah, you've got a million good horses. I'd like to just have one, to be honest, but you've got them everywhere. One that's a real headline horse, obviously, Marsh Crusader. Um, can you give uh, the listeners a bit of an update there? I think that the path is the lightning and, and potentially the new market, but just how, how he's going and what the reports are from the stable? Well, it's always a stable opinion, and particularly John's, that this would be the autumn and going forward that he would fully blossom into the horse we always hoped he would. Um, and once again, the reports coming from the stable and once again, other trainers, they say he's never, ever looked this good. And you're thinking a 1,000 metres. This time last year, you would not have even attempted to, to run him over a 1,000, thinking it was too short because we think he's more of a 1,200 to 1,400 metre horse. But you never, ever question John Hawkes. If he thinks the horse is capable of winning a 1,000 metre sprint down the straight, then you, you've got to back his judgment because... The same question was asked when Chautauqua ran on the lightning and um, everyone said, well, Chautauqua can't win over 1,000. Well, if the conditions suit on the day where you get that sort of tempo and there's good speed in the race, then there's a chance that, you know, he, he might get over the top of them. But I can assure you one thing, he would not be putting the horse in the lightning unless he thought he would be super competitive and um, every chance of winning it. So, um, yeah, I think he's come out really well. So anyone who's a Master Crusader fan, I think you could go there, not with a full degree of confidence, but know that um, he'll give you a good run for your money. Rupert, thanks for your time this morning and your comments. Always appreciated and uh, a great delight to see that me win her fourth Group 1. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Thank you.